Kia ora and welcome to this episode of The Amateur Austinite. I'm Frances Duncan, an author and the founder of the Jane Austen Society of New Zealand. With me today is my guest, Emma. Hello. And we're going to be discussing Letter 19 of Lady Susan by Jane Austen. Letter 19, Lady Susan to Mrs. Johnson, Churchill. You will be eager, I know, to hear something farther of Frederica, and perhaps may think me negligent for not writing before. She arrived with her uncle last Thursday fortnight, when of course I lost no time in demanding the reason of her behaviour, and soon found myself to have been perfectly right in attributing it to my own letter. The purport of it frightened her so thoroughly that with a mixture of true girlish perverseness and folly, without considering that she could not escape from my authority by running away from Wigmore Street, she resolved on getting out of the house and proceeding directly by the stage to her friends the clerks. And I really got as far as the length of two streets in her journey when she was fortunately missed, pursued and overtaken. Such was the first distinguished exploit of Miss Frederica Susanna Vernon. And if we consider that it was achieved at the tender age of 16, we shall have room for the most flattering prognostics of her future renown. I am excessively provoked, however, at the parade of propriety which prevented Miss Summers from keeping the girl, and it seems so extraordinary a piece of nicety, considering what are my daughter's family connections, but I can only suppose the lady to be governed by fear of never getting her money. Be that as it may, however, Frederica is returned on my hands, and having now nothing else to employ her, is busy in pursuing the plan of romance begun at Langford. She is actually falling in love with Reginald de Courcy. To disobey her mother by refusing an unexceptionable offer is not enough. Her affections must likewise be given without her mother's approbation. I never saw a girl of her age but fear her to be the sport of mankind. Her feelings are tolerably lively and she is so charmingly artless in their display as to afford the most reasonable hope of her being ridiculed and despised by every man who sees her. Artlessness will never do in love matters. And that girl is born a simpleton who is it either by nature or affectation. I am not yet certain that Reginald sees what she is about, nor is it of much consequence. She is now an object of indifference to him. She would be one of contempt were he to understand her emotions. Her beauty is much admired by the Vernons, but it has no effect on him. She is in high favour with her aunt altogether, because she is so little like myself, of course. She is exactly the companion for Mrs Vernon, who dearly loves to be first, and to have all the sense and all the wit of conversation to herself. Frederica will never eclipse her. When she first came, I was at some pains to prevent her seeing much of her aunt, but I have since relaxed, as I believe I may depend on her observing the rules I have laid down for their discourse. But do not imagine that with all this lenity, I have for a moment given up my plan of her marriage. No, I am unalterably fixed on that point, though I have not yet quite resolved on the manner of bringing it about. I should not choose to have the business brought forward here and canvassed by the wise heads of Mr. and Mrs. Vernon and I cannot just now afford to go to town. Miss Frederica must therefore wait a little. Yours ever, S. Vernon. It's slightly longer than her previous letters. It's been two whole weeks since she's written to Mrs. Johnson, so Frederica must be taking up a lot of her time. Yes, she's got a lot to say about Frederica. She could not escape from my authority. It seems very reasonable that Miss Summers it could be governed by the fear of never getting her money because she's not ever going to get her money if Lady Susan has her way and to expel a girl who has run away, run away from school. But Lady Susan wants her to keep Frederica because of the family connections, i.e. she's the daughter of an earl. Therefore, 
This is a granddaughter of an earl. You should keep her. Be a bad example for the other girls. But this is how things were done in those days, right? <laughs> it's all about rank and money. Unfortunately, she doesn't have money, but she does have rank. There's a, um, an interesting use of the word romance here. So she says, Frederica has returned on my hands and having nothing else to employ her is busy in pursuing the plan of romance begun at Langford. She is actually falling in love with Reginald de Courcy. Frederica didn't have a plan of romance in the sense of falling in love at Langford because she didn't fall in love with Sir James Martin. She is talking about romance in the sense of drama and adventure. Oh, is that what she means? mm, I think so. The next step in the drama is falling in love with Reginald de Courcy, but the drama and adventure at Langford from Frederica is not falling in love with Sir James Martin, not accepting his offer, fleeing from Langford. That's the romance. I just assumed it was the plan of romance, i.e. we were making Sir James fall in love with her and now she's falling in love with Reggie. Because romance meant a different thing at the time because they talked about romance novels, Mm. which were more adventurous, weren't they? Yes, yeah. I think if you read drama or adventure for romance, she is implying that it's Frederica's plan of romance, not Lady Susan's plan. There's an echo of her later writing. She refers to an unexceptionable offer. So this is actually possibly a term that they use at the time. In Mansfield Park, Lady Bertram tells Fanny that it's the duty of every woman to accept an unexceptionable offer. And I think um, Mr Collins may may have made an unexceptionable offer. I don't know if that particular wording is used. Mm. But the same sort of thing. It was a very good offer. You probably should have said yes. Well, we will recall also that Lady Susan is an unexceptionable mother, according to Reggie. According to Lady Susan to Reggie. Yes, echoing Lady Susan. Exceptions would presumably be married already. The exceptions would be the things that would completely rule it out, and if you don't have those, you should go ahead and do it. And exceptions are not as ugly, or might be a wife there, or choose with their mouth open. It's only poor and already married yeah pretty much possibly not of good rank mm, yeah but that'd come under poor oh, yeah, money's true. not everything poor, poor and rank could have money thing. she's really shitty about her daughter though she's going to be the sport of mankind she's artless i have every hope of her being ridiculed and despised by every man who sees her this reveals what lady susan thinks of as attractive to men Sincerity, i.e. artlessness, not attractive to men. Not only not attractive, but will be ridiculed by men. What men want is artfulness. Artlessness will never do in love matters. The girl that is born a simpleton, i.e. that is artless, has it neither by nature or affectation. This is Lady Susan's arena, She's intelligent and she's seductive. This is how romance is supposed to be. Oh, sorry. This is how love is supposed to be. Well, how you win at love is by deception. Oh, that's painful. She says worse, though, that Frederica is currently an object of indifference to Reginald, but she will be one of contempt when he understands how she feels about him. 
because that is the natural response to finding out that somebody loves you, you would, of course, feel contempt for them. Because that's what Lady Susan's experience is. She has contempt for anyone who loves her. Anyone who is foolish enough to love her must be a fool. That's because she's a bitch. She has no understanding of real affection, of people actually caring for each other genuinely. To be fair, she probably, we conclude, didn't have that experience in her youth. Well, she was the daughter of an earl, and from what we know of people of certain ranks being raised during that time period, was probably raised by nannies and governesses and didn't have a lot to do with her parents. So the only real affection she may have got was from people who were paid to show her affection. And we know that she was married young to a man that she didn't have any affection for. We've got some differences in the wording between our two copies. There's a lovely irony here in how Lady Susan describes Mrs Vernon. In my copy it says, Frederica is exactly the companion for Mrs Vernon who dearly loves to be firm and to have all the sense and all the wit of the conversation to herself. Frederica will never eclipse her. Now this is something that is true of Lady Susan. Hot calling De- pedal thanks. <laughs> Dearly loves to be firm or first in your That's copy and have all the sense and all the wit of the conversation to herself. Frederica will never eclipse Lady Susan either. So that's a nice piece of irony, but it's interesting that mine says firm and yours says first. Yeah, there were a couple of other little things mm. uh, that are different, but I wonder if it's how people are reading Jane Austen's handwriting because the first copy we have of Lady Susan is in Jane Austen's handwriting, which is really hard to read. One of the other things I noticed that were different between our two copies, I think there's some editorial um, activity over the years here because I've got the phrase, I should not choose to have the business brought on here. And yours can't be a handwriting thing because yours says... I should not choose to have the business brought forward. So brought forward and brought on, Mm. forward and on, could not possibly have been mistaken for each other. There must be an editorial change. There are changes between the letters with Mrs Vernon and Lady de Courcy. In some of them she refers to her as mother, in some of them she says madam. That could be handwriting though, couldn't it? Well, I think that's an editorial choice. In one of the letters we read previously, between Reggie and his father... In one version, he says sir, and in another version, he says father. That makes a big difference. I think it's modern sensibilities looking back at these letters and going, I wouldn't call my mother madam, so we should change it to mother, so it feels more comfortable. I wouldn't call my father sir, so we're going to change that to father, so we can tell that there's a familial relationship here. Which actually explains why you need to go back to the original. We were talking about the way Isabella Thorpe talks in Northanger Abbey and some of the comedy of the way the punctuation is wrong and she expresses herself poorly in the original and that was corrected by a typesetter and so the comedy is lost. It's the same as Lucy Steele. It's to show that they're ignorant. Yes. Maybe ignorance too harsh a word. But it says something about their character that repeated additions and repeated editing has lost some 
of the characterization and some of the humor so it, it is always worthwhile going back to the source material it's like now we're getting a lot of female translators of original greek transcripts and realizing that they weren't as misogynistic as we thought they were it's because the people who translated them Mm. were men of a certain time again i'm making it a classics podcast people will be proud of me but yeah you've got to go back to the original and look at it with fresh eyes because everything we come to is subjective we're always bringing our own experiences to it A lot of the conversations I've been having with this novel is that Lady Susan could be seen as a really strong, powerful woman that we kind of want to get behind because she's screaming against the restraints that society has put on her. But on the other hand, you could say, oh, no, actually, she's just a bitch. But there is something really empowering about reading her just not giving a damn. The argument I have against that is the damage she does to other people. Yeah, there is that kills the buzz a little bit so already frederica is a favorite of mrs vernon which is great because frederica needs somebody to love her because her mother doesn't (laughs) her only friends are the clerks who she was going to go and see i don't know how she was planning to do that because inevitably she would have had no money nothing well she's 16 and desperate she's in such a vulnerable position though it's not fair But Lady Susan is still stuck on, I'm going to make her marry. It's what's going to happen. Just maybe not quite now because the Vernons are here and I can't quite afford to go to town. But even though she's run away from school, it's still what's going to happen. I see that she wants a rich son-in-law to sponge off. And I kind of... Why can't she let it go? I I can kind of see that whole kind of, it was good enough for me, it was good enough for you that kind of need to punish someone in the same way as you were punished but why does she want her daughter to suffer so much why why is it so important to her that her daughter suffers she's just got a certain amount of contempt for her daughter but also this is her plan and she's going to keep pushing her plan through until it absolutely fails or she gets her way she would have kept pushing mr vernon not marrying mr corsi until he did marry her and then be like well can't do anything about it now so it's just that if she makes a plan she can't give it up i think so she can't Um, see herself as wrong well i have some sympathy for that (laughs) that is our discussion of letter 19 of lady susan by jane austen and francis duncan you can find the links to my socials in the notes thank you for listening and we wish you happy reading just popping back in to let you guys know that we have merch now i haven't actually got merch with my face on it that seems a little weird to me but if you really want it let me know and i'll do that there's merch of the jane austen society of aotearoa new zealand's logo uh some jane austen merch and some pride and prejudice heavily pride focus merch too it's on redbubble and the link is in the notes happy buying